Hello, hello. Calling all women. Yes, calling all women. If you have questions about perimenopause, menopause, sexual health, and longevity, then guess what? You have an opportunity to get them all answered and more. I am super excited to share with you that I am presenting at an exclusive four-day women's retreat alongside my dear friend and colleague, Dr. Kelly Kasperson. She has been a guest on our podcast. She is an expert female urologist, podcaster, best-selling author, TEDxer, and we are putting our passions and expertise together for you. This retreat is happening in the breathtaking, magical Sedona, Arizona, March 22nd through 25th. And we have just a few spots left. It is open to all women, but if you're a healthcare professional, you can also get CME slash CE credits for attending. So you don't want to miss it. Go to the stressfreemd.net website, click on retreats, check out the incredible itinerary, grab a friend, share it with the women in your life because we all need to have this information and deserve to have this information and education so that we can feel our best in this chapter of our life. So go to stressremd.net, click on retreats, check out the retreat for Sedona. Again, we have a few spots left and I would love to share this experience with you. Hi everyone and welcome to the Stress-Free MD Podcast, where you learn how to be stress-free from the inside out, elevate your calm and live your best healthiest life. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Tiger, your self-care doctor. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Stress-Free MD Podcast. I am so happy that you're joining me today for another wonderful episode. I frequently hear from my clients that they want desperately to make changes in their lives, such as eating better, losing weight, saving money, exercising, sleeping more, drinking less, and so on. And they've tried this and that and the other thing, and well, nothing seems to ever work. I get it. That used to be me. And I would have the best of intentions. It all sounded great in my head. And then, well, no lasting results. Or no results at all, as I didn't even know where to get started. So I wouldn't even try. According to Forbes, over 80% of New Year's resolutions fail. And I see this happening not only at the new year, but throughout the whole entire year. So why is this the case? I mean, I'm a really organized person, so I used to think that if I was just super organized and made my lists and wrote out the steps to what I wanted to achieve, and adding to that, as a certified life coach, working on my thoughts around my goal, that, well, that would be enough. But what I found is that usually it really wasn't. And it was frustrating. 
And what I came to understand through my studies in becoming board certified in lifestyle medicine is this. There are multiple steps that you need to take even before writing out your to-do steps. And there are key steps to take in creating those to-do steps as well. Once I began to implement these steps, voila, (laughs) behaviors began to change. And once I began teaching my clients, (laughs) voila again, theirs changed as well. So I've broken this down simply into five key steps for you to follow in order to create your lasting behavior changes. And I invite you to stay open to this. As Albert Einstein says, no problem can be solved from the same level of consciousness that created it, right? No problem can be solved from the same level of consciousness that created it. So we need to make a change to solve a problem. And here the problem is actually creating effective and lasting behavior changes. All right, you ready? (laughs) Here we go. Step number one, identify what behavior you would like to change. So the first thing is just pick one. You know, we don't want to have too many things we're trying to do at once. So actually I'm asking you just to choose one. Number two, With respect to that behavior change, identify where you are on the trans-theoretical model of change developed by Dr. James Prochaska. In this model, there are five different levels along the way, and let me go through each of them. The first is called pre-contemplation. In pre-contemplation, you don't believe you need to change at all. In contemplation, which is the second level, You're thinking about a change, but you're not planning on doing it for at least six months. In the third stage, preparation, you are aware of the need for change and you plan on making a change within one month. In the fourth stage, action, you actually started making a change and you've been doing this for less than six months and you haven't yet hit your goal. In the fifth stage called maintenance, your goal behavior has been achieved and you're sustaining it for more than six months. In case of the five steps, pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, and maintenance. And if you need to pause this and write that down and just create some definitions for yourself so you can take a look at it, do that and then come back on and continue with me. It's really important to know at what step you are in this model. Now, if you are not at least at the preparation stage, meaning that you would like to make a change in the next month, then you need to reevaluate, ask yourself why, and listen. Really listen. Okay, step number three. Step number three is about confidence. It's the time for you to identify your confidence level. And you do that by asking yourself, on a scale of one to 10, how confident am I that I'm able to succeed at making this behavior change? How confident am I that I'm able to succeed at making this behavior change? 10 being the most confident and one being the least confident on a scale of one to 10. 
Research shows that you need to be at least a seven for success. So if you are less than a seven, reevaluate, ask yourself why, and listen. All right, step number four. Step number four is about importance. Identifying the level of importance in the behavior change you have decided to make. To do this, you ask yourself, on a scale of 1 to 10, how important is this behavior change to me? How important is this behavior change to me? 1 being the least of important and 10 being the most important. Right. So asking yourself and coming up with that value. Similar to confidence, research shows that you need to be at least at a seven for success with respect to importance. If you're less than a seven, ask yourself why and listen. All right, step number five. So after you've done the first four steps, And within those four steps, once you're at least at the preparation stage in the trans-theoretical model of change, and once you have at least a seven in confidence and a seven in importance, we can move on to this step. And this step is where you create your SMART goal. Now, we dove into SMART goals deeply when we were discussing that in episode 58. So if you haven't listened or you want to go back and review that, do it. You can even pause and listen, or you can just listen here and then go back and take a listen. So in a review, or if you're learning this for the first time, the word SMART is actually an acronym. Each letter of this word stands for an important step. S is for specific. It's very important to get very specific with your goal, right? Getting very, very specific. M is measurable. You need to be able to actually measure your goal. So if it's weight loss, for example, you want to say, how can I measure the number of pounds that I've lost, right? So that would be weighing yourself back to specific. If it's weight loss, it's you know, 10 pounds, for example, I'm just making up that number. So specific and measurable. A is attainable or achievable. We need to really set goals that are attainable or achievable. So if we're sticking with the concept of weight loss, losing 100 pounds in two weeks, well, that's not achievable. And I'm exaggerating here, right? But we do tend to set goals that are not achievable and not attainable, setting ourselves up for failure. So it's really important that we really focus on creating achievable, attainable goals. Now, R is for relevant. Your goals should be relevant to your overall objective. If your goal is to lose weight, then making a goal to read a book to lose that weight, for example, well, that wouldn't make sense. So really, really making sure that you have created relevance in respect to your behavior change and how you plan on doing it. And then T is for time bound. So we don't want to have any open-ended goals. We don't want open-ended goals because if we just say we're going to do this thing and we don't put a date and time on it, well, we know what happens. The thing doesn't ever happen, right? We don't get to, we don't do it. We don't finish it. We don't complete it and we feel terrible. So T is for time bound. It actually 
makes you really hold yourself accountable and come up with a time that you want to complete this in. Set an exact deadline. They can be short-term, they can be long-term, it doesn't matter what it is, but you need to actually create that deadline, right? Okay, so that's it. (laughs) That's it. This is what I want you to do. I want you to choose a behavior change and implement these five steps. Remember to do them in order and don't skip any. It's important to do these five steps in order and not to skip any of them. If you are noticing that you're getting stuck in the behavior change model steps of pre-contemplation and contemplation, and you're not ready for preparation, or if you found that your confidence and or your importance levels are less than a seven, and you really want some help, reach out. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. I would be happy to coach you and help you finally achieve the goals in your life that are so very important to you and that you absolutely deserve to achieve. There's a link to set up a free call with me to get us started on your coaching journey. And you'll find that in the show notes as well as on the stressfreemd.net website. If you're a healthcare professional, you'll find the CME link to this episode in the show notes. And if you love this episode, please share it with others you care about in your life. Thank you so much for listening and for taking time to care for amazing you. Remember to be kind to one another and be kind to yourself. And I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode of the Stress-Free MD Podcast. Hi, I'm so happy that you're here listening to the Stress-Free MD Podcast, learning short, actionable tools to relieve the stress in your life. And I've got some amazing news for you. I've created some short videos for you where you can learn stress-relieving tools by video format as well. Me teaching you on videos. They're totally free. They're very short. They're about five minutes in length each because I know how busy you are. And all you have to do is go to my website, www.stressfreemd.net. And on the homepage, it says, feel calm now. And then you can click the link to get your free videos and I'll send them directly to your inbox and your email. And you can share this website with your friends, your family, your colleagues, so they can feel calm too. (laughs) So go get your videos. What are you waiting for?